Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. By the way, I love hearing from small business owners. Let's talk about your business. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's stories, job growth at the smallest businesses takes a tumble. And the entrepreneurs who flourished thanks to Game of Thrones. That's those stories after this. Michigan is one of the best places in the country to do business, but you don't have to take our word for it. Take Evan Lyles, CEO of Roush Enterprises instead. For the people that are involved in product development, there couldn't be more unique and exciting opportunities that are really gonna shape the future of of the world. It's a really exciting time to be in Michigan. Big things are happening in business here. Find out why by searching Michigan Pure Opportunity. Job growth at the smallest businesses has fallen to the lowest levels in nearly eight years as tiny companies struggle to attract and retain workers in the tightest U.S. job market in half a century. That's according to analysis by Moody's Analytics for The Wall Street Journal. Senior writer Ruth Simon has a look at the stats and the small business struggles. Ruth, give us some numbers. It's, it's very hard, and you're correct, small businesses and the smallest businesses often tend to have a little bit of a harder time hiring, but this time, both in the last two months that we have data, in March and in April, companies with fewer than 20 workers increased um, the number of employees they have by less than 1% compared with the same periods a year earlier. And hiring hasn't been that slow since May 2011 when we were still recovering from the financial crisis. You know, there was this bizarre, uh, I guess, uh, reverberation, for lack of a better term. You opened the story about torque transmission in Ohio, and I think his this guy because he couldn't find a third worker to fill orders, had to lay off two other people because it didn't make sense to keep them on. Well, for him, one of the issues is these skilled machinists are a key part in the front end of his process, and it's much harder for him to bid for new jobs or to provide a quick turnaround if he doesn't, if he's not fully staffed for his machinists. And what he has said is he has three slots he's trying to keep filled, and he's hired a machinist ten times only to have people not show up or not show up on time or not turn out to be a good fit. And I'll say, after my story ran, I got a number of emails from small business owners saying they, too, are having a lot of trouble hiring. Is it just the, is it a skills issue or is it a lack of bodies and applicants issue? I think it's everything. I think that because the job market is so tight, job applicants can be a little more pick and choose. One employer said to me that he learned you have to act a lot faster because somebody may have a competing offer. Several people I talked to said that the people who were coming in to apply for jobs didn't have a good work ethic, um, and that was an issue for them. And in other cases, there just aren't a lot of people around with the skills that they need. The uh, the one CEO of Universal Network Solutions in Minneapolis. Right, right. He 
he's looking for cybersecurity specialists, and that's a highly skilled position where he just can't find people, and he has had to turn away business. He did an analysis, and he found that he had lost millions of dollars in revenues because he can't get enough people for his um, company. And it's a job that a lot involves a lot of traveling. They've raised um, wages a, a few years back, and now we're trying to focus more on work-life balance. But what was interesting to me was whether people were trying to fill entry-level positions or positions that required a certain degree of very specific technical skills, they were having a hard time. I'm speaking with Ruth Simon, senior special writer at the Wall Street Journal. She's got a fascinating story entitled Tight U.S. Job Market Squeezes Smallest Businesses the Most. Um, how much of a role do benefits or lack thereof play? It depends on the employer, but some employers are too small to or tell me they can't affordably offer certain benefits. I talked to one company who said he'd like to offer dental insurance, but it's a small business and he doesn't have enough employees to do it, particularly when you figure not everybody will participate. There are certain benefits that tend to be more expensive if they come with a, um, if you're a smaller employer because there aren't economies of scale that big companies may have. Big companies have also been more aggressive lately in handing out raises than smaller companies, too. How about uh, you referenced uh, outsized, uh, outside contractors and also uh, automation? So what we're seeing is that companies are trying all sorts of things to deal with this tight job market. In some cases, that means automating tasks that are more routine so that the workers they have can focus on the more, we'll call them value-added, things where you really need someone to do it. I talked to another employer who was relying much more heavily on outside contractors because he doesn't He's just having a hard time staffing up, and some of the people he had hired either left or didn't work out. And with the outside contractors, he pays a little more in wages, but he doesn't have to manage them as much. The, he doesn't. The hiring process has been very expensive and very difficult for him. Seems like and, a, yeah. And and I'll say the one other thing I'll say is that you know a lot of companies are also trying to rethink how they do recruiting. Okay. I, I was going to say, it, it sounds like somewhat of a catch-22. You're a small business who's struggling to find a worker. Y you can't actually hope that the economy cools off, right? So if people get laid off and you can snatch somebody up, then your business might slow down. It's weird. Yes, it's, it's very tough. I mean, this is... I think a lot of companies are struggling with this tight job market. They don't want the economy to cool because that, you're right, that would be bad for sales and for profits. But it, it particularly makes it hard for these small firms to grow. Thanks, Ruth. Senior writer Ruth Simon at The Wall Street Journal. More after this. Owning your own business can be so rewarding, but also really lonely and stressful. If you don't have anyone to consult with, it's hard to know if you're making the right decisions. That's why you need the Alternative Board, also known as TAB, a group of business owners and experts in your area that you can turn to for advice. TAB has been helping owners and CEOs of privately held businesses for close to 30 years with their business owner advisory boards. Each board is made up of up to 10 local non-competing business leaders. You meet together for four hours each month to discuss business issues and opportunities. You'll get valuable feedback and support, plus 
coaching between meetings. Having a TAB membership can make a huge difference for your business. Members report better work-life balance and a greater ability to deal with day-to-day operations. Plus, a TAB survey showed that their members surpassed the average sales revenues of privately held businesses by two and a half times. Learn more about getting matched to The Alternative Board near you at my special website, thealternativeboard.com slash yourmoneynow. Go now and you'll also receive an ebook on 25 timeless principles of exceptional businesses, usually $16.95, but my listeners get it for free. Get started today at thealternativeboard.com slash yourmoneynow. With the final installment of Game of Thrones on HBO, the Wall Street Journal says people who worked on the show are left with an oddball assortment of skills demanded by show producers. Stephen Murphy trained as a blacksmith after leaving the Royal Air Force. He was hired to appear on the show in 2012, bashing away at an anvil. Then he learned to make just about everything, including a knife for a castration scene that producers wanted to look as vicious and dirty as possible. Now, besides taking orders for bespoke weapons, Mr. Murphy plans to teach at his smithy in Northern Ireland. In the same region of that country, taxidermist Ingrid Howers has been filling orders for coyote skins, antlers, and stuffed game birds for the show. The work provided as much as half the yearly revenue of Ms. Howers' taxidermy business. One time, she made a pigeon with a detachable head for a character to decapitate Her earnings made up a small piece of the Iron Throne economy, a local bounty springing from the success of Game of Thrones. Day one for a new employee. Instead of joining in productively, they face a confusing, disjointed process and piles of paper forms. With Kronos, you can automate the entire onboarding process, creating a better experience for employees and freeing you to focus on the human part of your job. HR, payroll, talent, and timekeeping in one unified system, all with a proven implementation approach and simplified, transparent pricing. Learn more at kronos.com onboarding. Kronos. Workforce innovation that works. As a small business owner, you need protection for your physical and financial assets. From general and professional liability insurance to business owners and commercial auto policies, GEICO can help. Go to geicocommercial.com for your free quote and see how much you could save today. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website this morning with gordondeal.com. That's also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning America's first news. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.